Well, I do have a clap filter on my mic, so that's probably why. Oh, got it. It catches so the clap and keys. Got it. Yeah, you can't you fuck it and get it sick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, can't, can't catch any of, any of them cheeks clapping. <laughs> Welcome to Well Be. Don't let them tell you you need to change. Just because you feel a little strange. Hi, I'm Theo. I'm a director, an editor, and an artist. Also sounds like you're a pirate. Arr. Arr, arr. I'm, I'm Andy. Uh, Fuck you. I go. Wow. I'm, okay. I already established myself by calling him a pirate. All right, it's true. Uh, my name is Andy. I'm a writer, director, and producer. And I'm Josh. I'm a graphic and motion designer, video editor, and uh, I don't know. I guess game designer now. It's kind of crazy. Game developer, or whatever the hell they. It's a game. Yeah, developer. Game that's the word. Mm-hmm. Like a games industry guy. You're in the games. Oh, you do the games. Mm, I do the games. Like Uno and uh, Connect Four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a little bit. Just you know, plug a TV into them, and then that's what you uh, get. To be fair, I don't know anybody who isn't a games person with the Uno, who isn't with the Uno, you know? Everybody is with the Uno. Yeah, there are so many versions of Uno, it is fucking sickening. I know. There's, back in my day, there was only one Uno. Uno. <laughs> now you got the Uno Truth, to, and then you got Dos. Yeah, and then you got Flips. And yeah, then so all the Unos. other different like brands, IPs on their Uno. Mm-hmm. It's pretty wild. It's true. Um, it's really hot for tea, but I got tea. Yeah, I don't know why you went with tea, but you did. It's good for the voice. It's really good on my voice. Do you hear that? Do you hear how sexy my voice is? You la, say la, so. la, la, la. I'm going to spill tea on you. Who wants to start with a, our sparks of inspiration for the week then? As long as it isn't tea. My spark is uh, a little drink. I swear to God. <laughs> no, so I'm, okay. I'm, uh, I'm I'm leaving the show. This is my last episode, and uh, yeah. yeah, we had a hell of a run. <laughs> All right. Well, my spark, uh, comic books. Just generalized comic books. I um, I went to my local comic book store. I went to go pick up Patton Oswalt's. I didn't realize at the time. I thought it was new single issues. So I was like, cool, I'm getting in on the ground floor. But it turns out he was releasing a trade paperback. They didn't really make that clear in the interview I heard him on. Um, but what is it called? Oh, Minor Threats was the book I was going to pick up, but they didn't have it. So I looked at the comic book wall, and DC started their new... Um, Dawn of DC starting with Nightmares or Night Terrors like you know like a night like a you know like it's spelled as the night like, as like night, a shining like the night. dark night like the dark yeah. night yeah like the dark night Nightmares play on words <laughs> yeah get it mm. <laughs> I feel Anyways. like the same, the same play on words they've done like 40 every, times yeah uh, 40 <laughs> times at this point and every time, every, every, night, time like, every time they think they're being so clever 
And like the first time they did it, they were but not anymore. No, no, they got They got to let it sit for like a few years and then they can come back to the Knights. Um, yep. But that series is pretty cool. And then I got to finally pick up another issue of Doom Patrol, which I'm loving this. Um, the art style is like vastly different in this issue, um, but it's really neat. They're all going through therapy. So I was like, oh, how on brand. Um, so, yeah, comic books, my sparks of inspiration. I've just been kind of reading and then still continuing to finish uh, Supergirl World of Tomorrow or Woman of Tomorrow. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. What about you, Andy? Uh, let's see. Well, I guess for a big spark, I saw Oppenheimer. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> um, I get a big spark. Big spark. Yeah, I had an atomic spark. spark. Um, a little spark. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought the previews had it. I thought it was more like a, not a buddy cop, but like a buddy film with uh, Matt Damon and uh, Killian Murphy. And then I felt like Matt Damon was barely in it. <laughs> They're like in the in the trailers. That is all the Matt Damon you get. Cool. And I was like, oh, completely different. But um, still wasn't bad. I, I didn't feel like the three hours oh, that's sitting good. there watching it. That's really good. I like when a movie doesn't feel its length. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I liked a lot of the actors was good. The story, Nolan, of course, was good directing it. So, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed watching it. That's dope. Nice. Very nice. I meant to I meant to go watch it last Friday when Brie went and saw Barbie, but the uh, the whole whole theater was sold out except for the front row, and I was just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. "That's a no. lot of hours of looking up." No, no, <laughs> that's yes, a big. This hell is no. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and then like yeah. the next day there was like a meme, and it was like what it's like watching Oppenheimer in the front row, and it was like killing Murphy with a huge fucking jaw, <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh man." I'm glad I didn't didn't go that route. Yeah, you you missed out. You missed out on that. Oh, dodged a bullet. Yeah. What uh What inspired you this week, though? Um, we started playing Pikmin Four, Hell and yeah. it is adorable and beautiful, and just yeah, it's it's a not another, it's another great Pikmin game. And it's just been kind of like nice and like semi relaxing to play. Like we usually mm-hmm. kind of play and like we'll kind of wind the wind nights down the last few nights with like Pikmin Four. So that's been nice. That's been like just kind of chill and relaxing. So cool. Yeah. yeah. Nice. We just got that too. We were playing the versus mode, which is pretty fun. And I realized mode. Yeah, you there's like you, you get each of you have a set of Pikmin and your dog and then you're in a little arena and you have to just collect more than the other and then eventually a bomb comes so you have to like stop the other player from sending the bomb to your ship. Got it. Okay. Yeah, we didn't yeah. play that yet. We're just going through the story. Yeah, that's fun. Check it out. Check it out. Hey, check it out. <laughs> Eventually, eventually we'll get there. <laughs> We're just playing through the story right now, so yeah, nice cute nice. story. 
Yeah. All right, well, let's take our sparks of inspiration, something that, you know, inspires us and gets us going, and, and let's answer some some mental health troublings and worryings, and we'll start it off with some homework. Um, uh, who wants to go first about their homework? Yeah. I'll, I'll go. Um, i just been taking more baths and listening to just more soothing music for my, just my me time to um, kind of decompress from the week of work and life and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and then I also got inspired for a story that I'm not sure where to take it to yet. I'm still uh, up in the air about it, but I think it's not the greatest one, but I thought if I at least start writing it, it'll help me inspire to write other stuff and it's also I'm thinking of taking it to a genre that I'm not that familiar with just to try to challenge myself. Oh right hell yeah, end. do it, dude. That sounds dope. And all that. So yeah. Hoping to start writing it. Mm-hmm. I, I it just came to me a couple of days ago. So I've just been mulling it over and just just write it down. That that just that's nice. just more reason for you to just vomit it out. Just yeah. get it. And then last night I had a dream that I was writing it with Samoa Joe, the wrestler. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it's not a wrestling story at all. He's not in it. I don't know. Maybe because I, I saw the Twisted Metal trailer and he was just stuck in my head. I don't know. But for some reason, Samoa Joe was my co-writer. No, oh, cool. That's a that's a pretty good story that I I, I was thinking of the last couple of days and then last night I had a dream about it so it's just Samoa Joe cheering you on it's just like mm-hmm. you know he, he's off in his dreamland somewhere and he's just like you know what let's go inspire someone today hey you kid write the story we got this that just means Samoa Joe's in your corner Means he's going to be in this movie somehow the story <laughs> you better you better it Samo- yeah exactly He's Man, broken and acting now. It's yeah. true. I was like, this time you get to speak. He gets to speak as Sweet Tooth. It's no, terrible. No, Will Arnett no, is the voice actor. Oh, that's right. The Will, that's right. Yeah, he's just yeah. the physical actor. Yep. Oh, man. He's like Mike Myers. Forgot about that. Doesn't say shit. <laughs> All right, Josh, Sad did name. you do your homework? And no. No? Because you count Pikmin. We didn't do yoga or anything, um, and honestly, my life has just been nothing but work. Like, especially since this like week started, it's just been from huh. fucking morning to night as work. So, no, I get that. I've been starting. I've been waking up earlier to do a bunch of work because the team I connect with is the East Coast, so I have to try to wake up earlier to do things for them. So yeah, yeah, last two weeks have been just nonstop crazy for work. So I I, I, to, I totally get that. Yeah, it's like um, so we we're gonna be like debuting the game that I'm working on at Gamescom. Nice. And they're working like a teaser trailer and stuff. And just like you, like my whole team is East Coast. Like everybody's in like Georgia and shit, except for a few other remote workers. So like I'm. Technically, I'm on the clock at like 6 a.m. Yeah. So it's like, and then after that, I go from like 6 to like 3 or 4 usually, and then immediately start working on like other stuff, like other clients. And it's just like, goddamn, it never ends. You have like a 12 hour day then. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much mine. I start early just because my client's East Coast doesn't mean my company isn't. So I still have to do West Coast hours. 
with keeping in mind of East Coast time to get a lot of things done. So, yeah, well, and it's like the days never end. I want to remind you guys that like burnout's real. Like the 12 hour day is, you know, not ideal. You know, if in, in, you know, we can't help it. You know, work is work, but you have to find something, even if it's 10 minutes, and say if that 10 minutes is just brewing tea and just focusing inward and just focusing on mindfulness and just being aware. If you haven't done any mindfulness uh, meditation or anything like that, definitely just look up mindfulness meditation and just yeah. get the steps down and then just become just so that so that way you have your mindfulness moment of the day. I mean, I'll, I'll always like. Usually around like nine or ten, like I'll throw like a vinyl on or something and like drink some coffee and just kind of like chill out. Just take like a break for like 15, okay. 20 minutes. So it's like I'm not just like plowing through like 12 hours straight. Yeah. Like it's like yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still like taking breaks and taking rests and stuff and like okay. getting up and walking around and everything. So good. And it's good that you have like vinyls or whatever. And, you know, it's something physical. Some Something mm-hmm. physical is always, always good to um, – attach yourself to yeah yeah um what about you for me it was focusing in on mondays or mornings not mondays that'd just be sad (laughs) one day a week one day a week guys that's all i'm good for gotta start somewhere (laughs) exactly um garfield also hated mondays yeah that's true he really hated mondays Really hated Mondays. Yeah. I'm Low okay lasagna. Mondays. Hated Mondays. Mm-hmm. Mondays would be the death of him. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm like zoning out here thinking about Mondays. No, some mornings. Taking back mornings. We did recently move back into the house. We're getting everything situated. Everything's kind of going, coming together. Um, I've. I can say that my mood's definitely improved. Uh, I have been a lot more productive and taking care of shit um, as much as I can be. And then, you know, I have about two hours a day that are just completely dedicated to um, my well-being, whatever. So I I take those moments and, and enjoy those. Good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's go to the question of the week then. Um, let's do it. This one, like last week, might be tough, but we'll see. We shall see. Um, also, I found this definition of uh, mental health that I really like. Mental health is more than the presence and absence of emotional states. Just really like that. Uh. Um, all right. Mm. Could you tell me about any times over the past few months that you've been bothered by low feelings, stress, or sadness? Could you tell me about any times over the past few months that you've been bothered by low feelings, stress, or sadness? Um, uh, mine was uh, going through like my depressive state, even though like I know what it is and I know to accept it and all that shit. I was... I was kind of mad at myself that I was 
being sad, though it was like for real reasons and shit, but it was an unacceptance because I just wanted to be better, move on, and and be able to do the things that I can do. Um, but yeah, I, I I kind of it's it's tough with the bipolar because it's like my emotions can change so drastically um, and the medication helps and balances and as long as I am aware of, of my changes and aware of what's going on I can usually stay under control but since you know as we were talking about in the past few episodes since everything was so out of control it was I was tr- it's like you know being blown away and you're just trying to grab onto anything as you're just like being swept up into a fucking tornado um so yeah that that I'd say you know bothered me I understand that like it's it's hard to not get swept up in those feelings when it's like so overpowering you know yeah and, and it's like you're looking for anything solid and and nothing seems <laughs> solid. Like everything is just like falling out from under. And I'm just like, OK, just go with the flow. OK, maybe I can build a raft. Oh, no, my raft is on fire. Um, OK, maybe I maybe I can uh, maybe. Oh, that looks like a good boat. I'll get in this boat. Oh, this boat is made of lava, you know, whatever the fuck it is. Um, yeah, I would say. Mine's not really like a specific moment. It's kind of more of a recurring thing. And it's it's kind of something that just comes and goes like in waves and stuff. And like basically like we have like friends out here, but we don't have like a lot of like friends friends. Mm-hmm. So it's like every now and then like, you know, we'll meet up with people and stuff. And we'll like maybe go out to dinner or we'll just like kind of see them in a coffee shop or something. But that doesn't happen very often, at least not as often as we'd like to, because Brie and I are both very like social creatures. I mean, we have you guys as friends, you know, and like it's admittedly it is hard to go from like this friend group to like any other friend group because it's not ever going to be the same. Always on the bench pretty high. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's 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 hard to it's hard to 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 measure up to those standards. And it's like <clears throat> because we can't really find people to hang out with us as often as we would like to, like socially, like we both kind of kind of fall down these like holes of like loneliness where we just like want to like, you know, just chat with people sometimes and just like hang out. We just need like social connections more. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to do that because particularly out here in Arizona everybody is so disconnected like everybody's kind of in their own world and in their own heads and they're only worried about themselves and it's like that's all they ever want to talk about that's all they ever want to like be engaged in is themselves mm-hmm. so it's really hard to make strong connections just make strong connections with people out here So a lot of times, like, I'll just find myself being like, you know, like, oh, man, like, I wish I could, like, go out and, like, hang out with somebody or go out and, like, do something, you know, but I don't want to, like, go out and do it alone, you know? Yeah. And it's like, 
you know, like I have Brie, Brie has me, but sometimes like we want more than that, you know, it's like we see each other 24 seven. Sometimes we want to see more people, you know, like sometimes we want like a group of friends together, like laughing and hanging out. So, and that's really like, it's kind of a recurring feeling. Like it, I feel like it happens at least like once a week at this point. So. Hmm. Yeah. Damn. That's, that's a tough one. That's, that's, you know, it's, you're, you're missing the community aspect of, of life right now. Yeah. And that's, that's tough. I, I have you tried apps like meetup? Cause I know you have, you know, sketch club and stuff was like that was, was created. Um, for those of you in the Arizona area, check out sketch club. Um, even if not still drive to Arizona and go. Yeah. Yeah. Phoenix mm-hmm. area. Um, but like kind of breaking out of the normal groups and looking for, for something else, like whether it be like a D and D group or a literature group or something like that, that's a little bit different. Um, and maybe outside of your, your norm. I've considered it, but it's just like, I don't know. It just feels so weird to me. I don't know. I will say it's hard to make friends um, it is, yeah. Especially being, when, being when the you're age older. we are, yeah. When you're older, it's really fucking hard. Um, and all, honestly, like one thing I have noticed is like most of the friends that we do make are like so much younger. Like it's so hard to make friends with other people like our age. Like most of the friends we've made out here are still like mid twenties, you know. <laughs> Jesus, and it's like fuck, man. Like, and then you're just feeling yeah. old. You're just like, where's just where's the people old. in my age group of you know where where are these other millennials fucking hiding at? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I it's, uh, it's tough. It's the other uh, the other thing that I will say is like, and you guys know me. I'm also I'm a very cynical person. So like, it's difficult for me to make connections with people too because it's like. I fucking hate people so much. <laughs> it's like, it's, I just get bothered by so much shit and I'm just very cynical. And it's like, it's hard to like get past that for most people. So it's just, it's fuck, it's fucking hard to make connections, man. Yeah. It's also made it hard to working from home and remote. Cause then you're not working with people that are this. You guys have the same goal in mind of work and like the same things that you're there so it's harder to be like, oh, hey, blah, 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 let's get a drink after work or just hanging out, chilling at lunch breaks and then naturally well, that, forming a friendship. But we're going to home. Kind of, that's actually that's not something I've ever actually had to deal with, though, either, because it's like. Most of my working career, I've been like alone on my team. You know, and if there is someone else on my team, like I, I do not want to hang out with them. Like it's like they're like not. No, like absolutely not. So it's like, yeah, because yeah. like typically I'm the only like designer on any team that I've ever been on. So, well, I think, you know, we need to just kind of, you have some self checking to do about your cynicisms when it comes to people. And then, you know, you have to be ready to open your, open up to you know new new things and that's things like 
my therapist had recommended because, you know, everyone's kind of busy and my work schedule's a little light and kind of all over the place. So I have a lot of free time. So, you know, I was searching for friends and stuff like that. So Meetup was one of the places he recommended. And since I'm not close to a metro, like, you know, Rancho's kind of teeny tiny, it was that and Bumble. And like, yeah for my area it's not great but since you're near closer to phoenix you'd probably have a lot more luck yeah most likely just just recommendation yeah it's a thought it's it's it's, you know he's not gonna do it (laughs) i know i know josh didn't do it because i I, I wouldn't do it and me and josh are very similar i know i I, I feel very contrived to person to meet up with someone on purpose to meet up to hang out and be friends fucking took me it sounds like when my wife tries to make friends with her like husband's friends, and was like, it hey, feels forced. Up? Like you, you yeah. feel like you're being forced to like. But at that point, you're not being forced by another person. You're being forced by an app, which makes me want to even less. And I'm like, oh no. man. Well, it, bump, the the thing about Bumble BFF, if I I will say this, like you make your profile, and then you know you can do your Spotify, you can do your Instagram, and then it meet you up with similar people and then you just start swiping and then mine is like anytime anyone's from los angeles i'm like i'm not fucking driving to los angeles so no 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 uh and i'll get like maybe one or two that are close-ish pasadena glendale probably yeah sometimes i get there's a chino there's been chino there's been it sucks. The really close ones, I'll start a conversation and then it'll go for a little bit and then go nowhere. Like it'll just, it just, yeah, that just sounds like my nightmare. And I'm it just, just like, like dating on, same. on apps. Same. I, 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 just, I didn't horrifying. have to do that. So yeah. anyone out there, nothing if, wrong with it. For okay. People that okay. Do it. If anyone out there in the, you know, has a better way to make friends in, at this age group, by all means, let us know. Well, because yeah, it's yeah. fucking hard to make friends in in your in your thirties. So I, my friends are still from high school. I keep a t- top five. The top five. Yep. You still you still have your MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> if you're the sixth friend, then sorry, we're no longer for, we're heavy friends. Uh, I gotta Andy, make room for someone else. Andy, do you need the question again? Uh, no. I'm trying to think of it. Like, I mean, other than just being laid off at work before. Because, like, that was a couple months, and then that had me, like, do all three, like, in different stages that I had to go through. But um, other stuff that kind of, like, I don't know. I try to just keep myself busy so I don't have, I don't see those thoughts. But if I get distracted enough, I'm put myself distracted I don't have to uh, I, don't, I don't have those thoughts coming across my, my brain because I try to be busy with work video games, watch something try to have my bath time and just kind of I guess avoid it but not like I guess avoid it is pretty much it where I just try to not to fill down I was trying to just find the positive stuff to do and joke around with so things aren't as serious and as um things are I don't know 
I kind of want to go back and I want to ask, like, so are you, do you actively hide these emotions or do you just actively avoid? I think I actively avoid without thinking that I'm avoiding it. And I was like, oh, instead of facing or thinking about this, I could just do this instead. That makes me feel good. I could just do this. I could just make some coffee or just cook dinner or just take my dog in the front to go potty and just go in the front yard with him. Have those emotions ever overwhelmed you? No. I think I've been pretty good on distracting myself and kind of put him in a box to kind of keep him away and not come to light. You ever share those emotions with anyone? No. I try to find funny ways to bring it up with stuff. If I could find a funny, amusing way to tell a story about it. But other than that, it's like, uh, I'm all right. I'll just keep it until it gets too big where I can't contain it anymore. But like I said, I've been doing this for a long, long time. So it's been easier just to keep things boxed in than let out and all that. When they do come out, how do they, how do they manifest? Usually if I'm not being, doing something active, so if I'm like sitting, waiting for an email to respond and I don't have anything kind of distract me, or if I'm in a car writing and I just don't put anything on. So usually when there's silence before I go to bed, so then I try to play something or just tire myself out before bed so I don't have to think about stuff like that to come up. So I was like, oh, let me just play some Mario Kart or something like that for a little bit, then just tire myself out and just go to bed and I wake up early and then do my routine all over again for work feel that so. I get that I'm gonna have to explore some of your emotions more but yeah <laughs> so I was gonna be more undiagnosed uh, <laughs> autism that I have not to deal with emotions True. at times very robotic in feelings and that's why I find the try to find the humor and stuff and I feel like it's never too soon to make a, a joke about something just to break the ice on a tent situation. Yeah. No, I get that. Humor is always uh, our, like, biggest band-aid and our biggest, you know, shield and our biggest whatever because we can use that whenever we want and just shrug off anything with humor. Yeah. Okay. Let's take our mental health, our sparks of inspiration... I'm going to use them as we've been doing since the beginning in creating a world. And we've decided on creating a utopic world um, that's very D&D inspired, uh, except more futuristic. Uh, we'll, hit, we'll hit you with a recap um, after this. But yeah, we, we just wanted to, to just create something. And the end goal is to find a place that we can ourselves write novels in play campaigns in, uh, create whatever media, you know, for all we know, Josh creates the next video game in this world or some shit. I don't know. Wouldn't that be cool? Whoa. Yeah. We get a cut of it though. Oh yeah. Yeah, we do. We have, we have episodes yeah. of intellectual of, property. I'm sure you'll still my VR trooper idea. 
I know that Damn was your favorite. That's the first thing to get stolen was the VR Trooper. Yeah. It's the then, first then Purpose Pop would be the mm-hmm. second. Yeah. All right. Andy, you want to hit us with that recap? All right. So what I have is uh, Theo Ocular, uh, doper than Google Glass. Um, he had for it was social profiles. Have a HUD for name screens, name, listen, music, and all that stuff. Live engagement, uh, no capitalism for Oculus, no Black Mirror shit, social platform. Josh's comp was not social aspect, no metrics. And then next week's note, I put glasses, monocle, contacts, and then something called creating bared glass, but I don't know what that was. Bared glass? Yeah, B-A-I-R-D. I don't know if it all corrected to something else. Bard class. Oh, bard, bard class. class. Okay. Got it. That's right. I don't know yeah, the, bard glass. The, the entire Utopia section segment from last week was on the fucking ocular shit. With, yeah, dude. Uh, and we came to, we came to a compromise. <laughs> there was no. You could have your ocular shit, but there was no social aspect to it whatsoever. It was only in person. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like. There were no ads. There's no capitalist aspect it, to it whatsoever. It's just essentially it just essentially replaces your phone with an ocular, you know, mm. uh, uh, sort of modif- modifier. Yeah, minus uh, all the addictive aspects of your phone. Yeah, I mean, you can play games and shit on it. You can download games on it. Why wouldn't you? Because life is the game in this mm. world. Are we saying there's no games? In the- okay, well, let's get into it. <laughs> Let's All get right, into games. It. Let's fucking get into it. Is there um, like a Hunger Games? Is there like ten minutes style starting games? now? All right. Okay. So, ho, 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 ho. are there video games in this world? My yeah. answer is yes. Yeah, there's video games. There's no Hunger Games. There's no Hunger Games. No, I'm sure there's like planets where like there's Hunger Games and shit like that. Yeah, so like that gladiators way. and shit. Yeah, yeah so that way, like sen- evil plants. Yeah, so that way, like a Sentai out there, they have a group and they're like, "Oh no, we have to fight each other, but we're all best friends. What are we gonna do?" Yeah, and there's like um, a whole planet of American gladiators. Ooh, and the planet surface <laughs> is just like the pads instead of rocks. I'm blazer. I'm yeah. blazer. I'm blazer. <laughs> blazer. <laughs> Yes, there are video games in this world. Okay, cool. I was like, because you were like, oh, why would anyone get games? There's no game. The world's a game. I was like, motherfucker, what? <laughs> Fine. Okay, cool. So there are video games in this yep. world. Yes. There's just magic and shit that you can do. You can just, mm-hmm. man, you can really live your life however you want to live it. All right, so, so if we're doing all this ish, we got the solar punk ish. Mm-hmm. All right, I think government. We covered very lightly a few episodes back, and it was that we have a speaker mm-hmm. who merely. Did we he have speaks, a, a like he's he's elected? He gets like a one year term, 
and all it is all his job is is just to like relay like announcements and stuff yeah so it's like yo the people have spoken and we're gonna start uh composting so everybody here's your composters (laughs) yeah it's like in high school you got those uh people on the speaker the announcements yeah exactly yeah Every everything is everything's put to a vote. Everything is democratic. It's just his job to relay the announcements. Now, votes are we doing that? Like, is that as like things come up, you vote, or do we just do it like every, like like a sort of democrat system? So it's like every three or every two years or every year something comes up and everyone votes, and the speaker's like. Yeah, this. I would say every two years, barring like emergency situations. Okay. Do we still have murderers? Well, yeah. Or else if you are troopers, will do nothing. Well, I mean, you know, we ha- we know we have outside. Was it every committee. two years? You said. Every two so years. I, yeah. I'm too busy sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Because do we have a, a judicial system then? Because yes. we have like light crimes, we have sort of like the in, the insane, the cults and stuff that we deal with that we try to, uh, you know, you know, use our psychology on and be like, yo, come on, stop being such a dick. And they're like, but I love the evil one. True. Okay. I would say. Man, we just yeah. send them to another planet. Just send them to another dimension. Yeah, I like how Superman is in fucking negative zone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sentence to the negative zone. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm good. With I think that. there's like prisons and stuff, but I think we can be more like like Amsterdam with it. Or not Amsterdam. No, they just um, come and go as they want. Sweden, where it's where it's 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 like an apartment and stuff like that. And it's just like, look, your life doesn't have to be crime. There's rehabilitation in this. You just yeah. have to find the way to, you know, you've lost your way. Now just find your way back. Because we established there's drugs and and of course like nefarious drugs would probably come up. Um an addiction is still very much a psychological disorder that I that I you know at least to me like you know it's a very psychological disorder that that anyone could fall into. So I, I still think that's you know, like maybe hypnotism and more like um, I don't know the word more like uh, not medically things could come into play to help with like neuro- neurological stuff like that yeah and like, psych- have, like magic yeah like psychotherapy and stuff to, like since we have like magic we could use like magic assisted hypnotism and shit Ooh. yeah so we can then do so rather than a corporal punishment system we have a Complete rehabilitation system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now, what say we have 
psychopaths because I think that still very much comes in with a utopian society. You know, it's, it's something that sometimes you don't catch until way later on in someone's life where it's like, oh, shit, how how do we for repeat offenders, let's say that, um, you know, say if there is a serial killer, say if there is um, a serial criminalist. I don't know what you call that. Just a criminal. <laughs> a criminal, yeah. A serial criminal. A serial criminal. Like Count Chocula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Count Chocula. He's a serial criminal. Captain Crunch. Captain he Crunch. He's, Crunch. He's, he's wanted for criminal. war crimes. That's <laughs> why <laughs> so he's always on the ocean. Yeah. Exactly. International oh, water. Yeah. <laughs> International water, baby. Um... That's a good question because it's like I feel like that's something that comes up a lot in like pop culture and stuff. Like, how do you deal with stuff like that when you're trying to build a utopic situation, like a utopic civilization? Because it's like your first thought literally is just like get rid of them, you know, toss them in the phantom zone, toss them in the fucking negative zone, you know, fucking, you know, like let them waste away forever away from civilization. But it's like obviously that's not good. Yeah, so, I mean, do we, you know, maybe it comes down to the people, so maybe it is case by case. Maybe there are people who who completely are irredeemable, where, like, let's say, okay, we had a serial killer. Our whole system's all about rehabilitation. Uh, We tried rehabilitating this guy. We thought he was at a rehabilitation point. He got released, and then he started killing again. Uh Uh-oh. What about just (laughs) straight-up exile? Like just I, like um, to another planet. Send them away. Yeah, no, just straight up like give them like a ship, give them supplies, fucking send them on their merry way, like and say like. But then you know, who's to say? I mean, like, okay, in a world where you can infinitely go anywhere, live anywhere because of the you know the accommodations that you are given as a person, mm-hmm. then here comes. This is awesome. This is a really awesome thought exercise. This is a very, very fucking <laughs> insane thought exercise that I don't think we we meant to hit. But okay. here we are. That person can ideally go anywhere. What's to say they just show up on another thing and then boom, they just start their their mass killing again. Now, it should be on us because or it should be on the people or the I know the system essentially. Mm. And then if we exile them to space, then we're sort of creating who knows where they're going once we send them to space. And then, you know, for all we know, we create an even like even worse evil out there in space. So I think this is a really it's terrifying. Because, you know, in a utopic society, you want everyone to just sort of be like, hey, we can all go with the flow. Everything is set out for us. Mm-hmm. But yet there's still some people that just want to see the world burn. Prison planet. Prison planet. Everybody get up. It's time to slam now. Going down to prison planet. Um, Prison planet. Okay. Yeah. It's not really part not really part of our world, but it's like 
you know, a prison planet. Like we send them there. Maybe like, maybe like what that is, is it's like a variation of our world kind of, it's like utopic in a way, like they're given everything they need to live and survive, but in a more controlled environment. Okay. All right. Let's put a pin in, in prison planet and let's explore some repercussions and some, and some, some, what, what are, what our prison systems looks like in space. Hell yeah. Yeah. This is, this is crazy. Just because our planet's perfect doesn't mean uh, our universe is perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. Hell yeah. That was dope. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Anything I want to shout out before I do, do our sign offs? Uh, shout out Effective for um, doing our music and just being generally awesome and uh, encouraging us along the way. Um, you can find them on SoundCloud at Effective, A F F E K T I V, also on Spotify. And uh, you can hit us up on our email at wellbeing.podcast at outlook.com. Josh, yeah. where can people find you? You can find me on all the social medias, including uh, oh, fucking stupid X, I guess it's called now. Or You're on X now? You're going you're to give it to you. on X, yeah. I guess. Stupid, but... Uh, yeah, you can find me on all the social medias at Fearhead, P-H-E-A-R-H-E-A-D. Andy? Uh, you can also find me all over the place on R. Andrew Sandoval. And, yeah, Theo? You can find me mostly Sundays at 11.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time over on twitch.tv forward slash Theo Ripper. I'm there hanging out, listening to music, drawing some futuristic shit. We're going to finish a portrait this weekend, so come come check that out if you want to see some some dives into our utopia that I've been just drawing and just kind of going ham at. Um and then I'm on Instagram and threads now at Theo underscore Ripper. So follow me there. Nice. Did it. Yeah. <laughs> Peace out, folios. Thanks for listening. Be well. Don't let them tell you you need to change. Just because you're feeling a little strange. <laughs>